0: Welcome to the Elegant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> for the week of October 4, 2010. I should have saved that to the end of October. So it was more haunting for Halloween. Bummer. But I just saw October on the list and I thought, why not start early?
1: Count Dracula?
0: That was just more of a Transylvanian accent. Oh. This is Chris Bevelo, <laughs> president of Interval. We're the healthcare marketing agency that puts on the podcast. And those voices you heard came from
1: Jackie Ritako, account coordinator with Interval. And Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval.
0: Welcome.
1: Howdy. <laughs> you guys ever
0: seen Young Frankenstein?
1: Uh is it the, the Not yet. There was a remake oh, of it, right? I've, I've seen it. I've heard both. it's a crime. I don't think there's a remake. Wasn't there? Oh, no. maybe not. Maybe not. It's with uh, Gene Wilder. Is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Phenomenal. Abby, Abby Normal. Abby Normal. <laughs> I got
0: my kids watching it, and they will not stop watching it, which I think is awesome. That's that awesome. They're watching need to it. Like it. Nineteen sixty-two. Oh, you do.
1: If you haven't seen it, you should. You got to see it. That's a classic. It's on my list. Abby Normal. You need to
0: watch it a few times because the jokes. Sometimes you catch them. Like I caught jokes, like the kids pointing out a joke. I've seen that movie probably fifty times, <laughs> and they pointed out something I'd never
1: seen before. Oh, it's funny. like airplane. Any of those movies, right. like you, you, you watch it and there's something you missed the last time, and you're just the slapstick. Crying. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. <laughs> we'll provide a link to the
0: Young Frankenstein website, IMDb page, or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure
1: there is. Yeah, yeah. Just take a take, go to the IMDb page, or there's maybe the quotes, because there's so many quotes. IMDb. That'd be normal.
0: Okay, should we should we dive in? Let's dive. Let's to dive. The BK. Penetrate Burger King. Yeah, we've got we've got some egg on our face. Why? I think we have some branding egg on our face. Why? Well, how long ago was it that we talked about Burger King and we raved about their
1: positioning? It was like a couple months. But we, But that's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's okay. Because they weren't we, creative.
1: We, yeah, it's right. creative. We raved with the assumption that they were... They knew what they were doing. Right. <laughs> well, let's find
0: out what happened. No, yes, we raved about... Uh, the use of the king, the creepy king, and Mm -hmm. how they were really being focused in their positioning. And we thought that that was a phenomenal way to separate them from McDonald's. Right. So uh, article in the September 8th business week called the challenges facing Burger King buyer 3g capital. So there's a uh, investment firm that's going to buy Burger King. Mm -hmm. And this story pretty much uh, shows why their positioning has utterly failed them. Uh, Let's see. When it comes to the, here's how it starts. When it comes to the pitfalls of operating a fast food chain, Burger King has experienced them all. Falling profits and sales, angry franchise owners, mediocre innovation, growing competition, and a razor-like focus on the very customers who have been hardest hit during the recession. So then it goes on to say, why in the world would anybody want to buy this, okay? So then you dig in a little deeper, more about Burger King and its turbulent history. Under Diago, which was a huge multinational company that owned them, uh burger king was largely left alone in milk for cash with the unit treated as an outpost for leaders in training once it moved into private equity's hands the focus switched to differentiating the brand from mcdonald's with a focus on young men for whom high calorie burgers and ads with dancing chickens or creepy looking king seemed cool so that's where we kind of jumped in we loved an ad where creepy king broke into mcdonald's headquarters and wanted to steal their breakfast sandwich recipe and was frustrated and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So far, so good? Okay, then it gets into uh, all the problems they're having. And one of the biggest is their franchisees hate, hate the organization for just basically screwing everything over. And this comes from uh, a guy who owns 36, Steve Lewis owns 36 Burger King franchises, so a big franchisee. Uh, I'll read the whole thing. Overall menu development has been horrible, Lewis says. We disregarded kids, we disregarded families, we disregarded moms. That goes straight to that positioning. Mm -hmm. Franchisees have also disregarded their aging restaurants, says Jordan Krolick, president of consulting firm Town & Droth, who has held senior positions at Arby's and McDonald's. Quote, you can change the menu, you can change the advertising, but you're not going to get customers to see those changes without fresh, new, clean-looking facilities. And then one more thing. Brand experts brand experts add that the chain doesn't match McDonald's for customer loyalty. Chris Malone, chief advisory officer at Relational Capital Group, recently completed a study that showed McDonald's significantly outperformed in both warmth and competence in consumers' minds. He argues that Burger King has, quote, put a lot of energy into gimmicky advertising, unquote, at the expense of product and service. So, and then later on he says... um, The brand simply isn't unique in consumers' eyes, noting it's not enough these days to be an alternative to McDonald's. So a lot of these folks, franchisees, consultants, are saying um, a huge part of their problem is the focus that they chose. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, they have a lot of other issues, like their stores are old and crappy. Or unclean.
1: (laughs) I I question that one. I mean, uh, Have you been in a Burger King? Yeah, I've been in Burger King's recently, but I, I I, I, I only question it based on comparison with McDonald's. I don't. I've been in many crappy McDonald's as well. Well, it's well noted that McDonald's has spent
0: millions upgrading their facilities. So like in, in my neighborhood, yeah. three of the four McDonald's I can think of are completely overhauled. Huh. Brand new. Playlands. They've got like the McCafe
1: Wi-Fi. They've got Don't even get me started we, on that stupid well, you know, Wi-Fi, <laughs> especially when you're AT&T. If you're, if you're an AT&T customer, you get within... Five feet of, Mc- of a McDonald's, all of a sudden your phone goes onto their network, the-, the wireless. So it's good Wi-Fi. It sucks. Every time I've been in a McDonald's and it's, taken, and it's taken over my phone. No, when I'm oh, in I there, see. it's like horrid wait times <laughs> for pages to load. Because a lot of times if I'm, eating a, if I'm eating some fries or something, I'll sit there and like <laughs> look through R- RSS feeds and just read some news while I'm eating. Right. Assuming I'm alone and not boring somebody else. Um, and it's always just horrid Wi-Fi connection there. I, I, I have to go, I have to manually go into my phone and shut off the Wi-Fi so that it gets back onto the three G network, so that I don't have to tolerate McDonald's ass-tastic wireless. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nevertheless, now we know how most people would say McDonald's has
0: upgraded their facilities, whereas Burger King has let theirs. And I know the Burger King near me
1: is cornhole yeah it's been a while since I, yeah yeah i'll i can i can see that i guess i can think of more well, i can't think of a specific location offhand but i feel like recently i've been in mcdonald's that felt yeah, overhauled i'm sure there i can't some. remember the last time i've been in a burger king that felt overhauled right they kind of feel a little
0: party party feel, they feel like they're from <laughs> the
1: 80s they feel dirty yeah Parties. You know,
0: because everything looks worn.
1: Racks roast beef. <laughs> racks. Oh,
0: my gosh. Nice.
1: I know. I'm just pulling it out racks here.
0: still in business? I don't know. Nice racks. <laughs>
1: nice racks.
0: <laughs> okay. So let me just throw this in there. And then, we, you know, again, egg on our face a little bit. But we did make some assumptions. And when we talk right. about brand positioning, there's kind of six criteria we use to evaluate whether it's a it could be strong or not. Mm-hmm. The first is customer need. So is the position that you're seeking meet a specific customer need. Right. Uh I think for the audience they selected it did, but but clearly for all the audiences that use them it didn't meaning moms and families uh I can see that, yeah. And, and they want better experiences, they want upgraded facilities, they want all that stuff. Uh the second one is it real? So is your positioning real? And I think their positioning was real for what they were trying to attain. Is it believable? When people believe you're quirky and different and all that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Where they really failed is number four, which is sustainable. And sustainable means can if you're seeking a brand position, can you sustain it for a long term, and can it make you money? And that's where we assumed that they had done the math that if we go after this audience, that'll be enough for us right, to right. sustain profitable right, growth. Right. Yep. Their franchisees would argue that, holy crap, you just screwed us on that one. Mm-hmm. And then the other two are uh, how focused is it? and that's what we liked about it it was very focused on a certain segment certain attitude and how unique was it and it was it stood out from all the other fast food restaurants so on most of those they hit the nail on the head but if you can't make money at your position right it right. doesn't matter and right. they
1: did neglect those other audiences with those right. ads i mean little kids could have been really scared by that chicken or
0: <laughs> or, <laughs> I mean, the just,
1: yeah, or the king himself which and is normally that, you would say is good Right, to choose but an audience to, and to, go with to it. Right. say
0: no to other audiences. To focus on one in a significant way right. is a good thing, assuming that's your audience. That audience is can sustain your goals it is yeah in money, mm-hmm. and that's what we're hearing is that no, it didn't. It did not work
1: that way. So very what interesting. Do, what do you guys think of any of? Well, I heard a I heard a Burger King ad this morning. Um, terrible. Yeah, it was. was well, I wouldn't say it was terrible. I'd just say it was pretty generic because it was just talking about so the new their new breakfast. Offerings. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of something else. Right. So they they've gone away from the right. The king and yeah, the there really king? wasn't much mention of the king. Although I can't, I I don't. Did they feature the king in the radio ads? I can't remember any of the older mm. ones. I don't know. I don't know how, I mean, that's that a, more a, viral. He's a pretty and... he's a pretty visual thing. I, you can't really yeah. Uh, you can refer to the king when you're talking about him in radio on radio, but I don't I mean obviously you can't show him. So, yeah, well, I mean, the one this morning was just a generic, pretty safe talking about their new breakfast specials. Mm-hmm. But I must say, I I typically, if I need a quick breakfast and I'm driving somewhere, I I often avoid McDonald's just because I don't like their egg McMuffin stuff. I just think it tastes horrible. What? So I might actually check out. I'd be crazy willing to check out Burger King's breakfast to see the if croissant. 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 I think McDonald's
0: breakfast is the bomb.
1: Yeah, the, it is the bomb, but it's Maybe so just bad for you. get the wrong one every time. It's, it's a literal problem. I like hash God. browns. Oh, <laughs> we'll can you I, that. you know what?
0: I have a forum now. Can I please complain about the worst McDonald's experience I've ever had <laughs> in my 42 years?
1: I think you told us this.
0: But I didn't say it on air. Oh, okay. And I think it's <laughs> worth sharing because I'm still venting about it. That's right, it's just not <laughs> it. Just give me like two minutes to describe it. So, McDonald's breakfast. I pull in. I ask for the number four with Sasha's biscuit with egg with a large coffee. So, that's the drink that goes with it. Fine, pull around. I pull around, the guy hands me the bag, and he hands me a giant Coke, like a 48-ounce Coke. He's like, here you go. I'm like, no, I ordered a a coffee. And he said, a coffee? And I said, yeah, I ordered a coffee and a sausage biscuit with egg. And he said, well, that's a sausage biscuit with egg. I'm like, okay, but I ordered a coffee. So he sticks his head in, and I can hear him say, this guy said he ordered a coffee. And there's a woman who comes into the scene in the little window, and she's all grumpy, like irritated. And I took that to mean she's irritated at the woman who took the order, which is, of course, in another window that I paid at, right? Right. When I first pulled through. And so I expect them to just be like, well, she got the order wrong again or whatever. Instead, the guy opens the window, sticks the Coke back in my face and says, sir, you ordered a Coke. And I just went, you got to be effing kidding me. (laughs) I said, no, actually, I ordered a coffee. And he's like, can I see the receipt? And I said, it doesn't matter what the receipt says. Just give me a goddamn coffee. I'm like, it doesn't matter what the receipt says. And I said, oh, by the way, I had opened up the sandwich. I'm like, this isn't sausage and egg biscuit. This is the sausage biscuit. There's no egg on here. And he's like, well, and I'm like, I just sat there. And he's like, "Okay," And he he took it all back in. And I'm stewing, and I'm. Ready to just drive away. <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to give him my money for nothing. Right? Do I go inside and say, what the hell is going on? And instead he comes back out and he like hands me the stuff. Have a nice day, sir. And I couldn't even look at him. I was so mad. <laughs> End of the story. Get That's home. It's just horrible. Didn't even have the right sandwich. <laughs> Customer it, is always
1: right, right? Have well, you just- ever had somebody argue with you and say, no, sir, you ordered this? It's know. It's a, it's a it's perfect a- example of. I assume everybody, I assume almost everybody out there hates their job. And this is just a perfect example of somebody who hates their, clearly hates their job. And they don't, it's like, they don't care about what they're doing. So it's like, you have to be the one to make sure they're doing their job right. Like even when you hire a contractor to do something, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I assume somebody's working on the house somewhere. I assume it's like working on the uh, irrigation system or something. I assume that he probably (laughs) hates what he does. And now I'm going to have to go double check every damn thing that he's done, even though I'm paying him to do it.
0: That's really funny.
1: (laughs) It's bad. So that's the McDonald's in Savage, Minnesota.
0: And I've told my kids we're never going there again. That's the, that's all I can do. It's just not I vote with my feet. You gotta be you gotta be kidding me. I almost Twittered it, hoping that somebody from McDonald's will respond. And give so you a I free could say, listen, biscuit. cornhole, <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. I'm paying you for something.
1: Don't tell me I'm wrong and I don't know what I'm ordered. Well yes. And considering that he could have just Right. It would have taken a fraction of the time that it took for him to probably try to confirm what was going on. To just give you a coffee. Well, yeah. Even if I had ordered a Coke. Right. You just go, oh, we must have had it wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me get you a
0: coffee. But I didn't order a Coke. I've never drank a Coke for breakfast in my life. Drink.
1: Where is Undercover Boss when you need him?
0: Where's my my i need to have like a hidden camera in my car although ronald mcdonald would yeah. have a hard God, time disguising that. himself as if something. i had a hidden camera in my car and posted it on youtube that thing would be everywhere Speaking it was of so which, there's a
1: great there's a great redneck video clip of some woman who like literally punches out the window this reminds me of you now. drive through <laughs> dri- she pulls yes, up to the drive through window you can't really hear anything at least i don't think you could you just see you just see the video and she's arguing with the person on, the, on the, the McDonald's employee. And pretty soon she gets out of the car and is like reaching through the window and grabbing the employee. And the employee is like trying to slam the window shut on her arm. And pretty soon she's busting through the window and there's all these employees coming up and they're like, oh my God. Nice. Great. We'll put it in the show notes. I'll see if I can find it. Awesome. All right. Sorry. That was a long <laughs> sidetrack, but it makes me feel so much better to be able
0: to share that with the world. Well, we're All glad. right. I had more on this one, but let's just let's end the Burger King talk, <laughs> okay. McDonald's talk. Plus, it's almost <laughs> lunch, so I'm getting hungry. Fine. Let's talk about mobile versions of web. More mobile. Yeah.
1: We're more like, and more mobile. We're
0: on this mobile business. We are so, on this
1: mobile. It's it's where it's it's interesting. Where it's, at. It's, where it's, it's, where at. it's where it's at. <laughs> where it's at. In, in the current state of evolution, I got two turntables and a microphone. Thank you. It's uh. <laughs> You know, it's it's again. I go back to my beef with with labeling things when it comes to uh, communications, especially online or digital communications. Um, the whole Web 2.0 thing makes me want to smash my face into the. I know wall. we know that. Um, but I think I think mobile is kind of the same thing. So I think it's just a natural evolution, and we're right. go, we're going from this desktop concept to. I mean, mobile is a good way to characterize where we're at right now. But I mean, if that's going to evolve into. Into something else, which is beyond desktops and beyond mobile, um, into just proper sharing post-mobile, <laughs> mobile, post mobile, mobile 2.0. Start throwing that out there
0: the Dude, post mobile, start and we can own that phrase. We'll <laughs> trademark it, we'll throw it out there. In fact, it's trademarked right now. anybody's listening, this date of you recording owe, you will owe yeah. us money if you Post-mob. say that
1: post post mo,
0: it's going to come down to postmo on <laughs> Twitter. Post-mode. Here's another great example of post-mo technology. You better
1: grab postmo.com. It's probably already taken. Do you know what that looks like? Or are you just guessing that there's something post-mobile? Well, there is something post-mobile. I mean, we're seeing what this evolution. Well, we're, we, I, I think that the, the the why mobile has taken off, or why things like the iPad have taken off, is because this sitting behind a computer is not an experience most people want to experience. It's right. not most people with the exception, like we, we create content. We, the three of us sitting around this table pretty much have to sit behind computers to do what we do because we are content creators, right? We're also content consumers. Mm-hmm. Most of the, most of the people in this big, beautiful world are not content creators. They're yeah, content consumers and the brain. devices that, that have been created for us to use in the past uh, the only thing that's existed really is content creation devices that also ended up being what people had to use to consume content as well when it comes to web content okay. specifically. So so, if I'm going to finish your
0: sentence, it would be, we had, what, what's not mobile? Desktop?
1: It's a good My way to, line, yeah. Whatever.
0: You've got content for that. Mobile, in your words, is taking that content and squeezing it into what mobile is now. Post-mobile to you is content that's specifically for consumption basically
1: it's 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 not even just the content because the content is still here when you're experiencing it on a desktop Mm -hmm. it's just you experience it in a different way um a a number of i've heard a number of people describe it more as the consuming content on a desktop is more of like a lean forward experience whereas that's and that's really the more the experience of creating content you're you're engaged in the and this activity of it's not really comfortable but you're leaning forward you're creating it Whereas consuming content, for most people, it should be more of a lean back experience. You're enjoying what you're doing. You're kind of relaxed, kind of like watching TV, reading a magazine. That's really what experiencing a lot of this content should be. Mm -hmm. And that's how people want to consume it. And that's why mobile has taken off aside from that now you've got it with you everywhere. Um, But as we move into the tablet era and get away from desktops, get away from even like netbooks, which had their very tiny moment in the sun. Only because I think the netbooks were part of that evolution of becoming, of getting to things like iPads. Well, let me and define
0: post-mobile right mm-hmm. now, here and now. I love that. <laughs> Do you need to attribute the lean forward, lean back? Did you read that somewhere? We can find um, it. I've day. heard.
1: I, I've heard it well, mainly no, I mean, on a, Twit podcasts this week in tech. This week in okay.
0: So if if old mobile. school, if if desktop is lean forward and mobile is lean back. Post mobile yeah. is there ain't no lean. It's whatever the heck you're doing. Well, I you're think it's walking, still. Well, I think it'll still be a lean back. Dancing. No, that's my point. Is that it would engage you wherever you're at, and you don't change what you're doing when you engage it. <laughs> lean back to me means I'm changing somehow, and I know this is just a well, metaphor. I, right. I don't
1: think I don't think it'll be an evolution away from lean back. I just think I think that as content content consumption will is going is moving from the lean forward, which people who. Would, should be leaning back to experience it. Have to lean forward now because that's what the tools. Right, have but
0: then let's um, post mobile. That's just mobile. We need to come up with a lean, <laughs> no lean, lean free. Post mobile is lean free. I'm trying <laughs> to get at anywhere. Post mobile is where you don't it, it. You don't change whatever you're doing to engage the content. Well, the, you engage the it difference. The difference is doing. you're
1: changing. I would say the difference <laughs> for going into the mobile era and what post mobile will be. Um, which it, it will continue to be lean back, but will also continue to be accessible content wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. But we're taking this stuff, which was the lean forward, and moving into that lean back era because that's how most people want to experience content; they want to be able to enjoy it. Okay. So to deep. be continued. Deep thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this is a, this is a conversation that's gonna. Oh
0: yeah! Totally. No, no, totally. Time, and so, just- so. but given all that, Jackie, you found this this article. Um. It just struck me as weird. It does it does hit on everything we've been talking about. The article is in Eye Health Beat, and it's titled "Tennessee Hospitals Use Mobile Sites to Boost Patient Numbers Access." And this is September four two thousand ten. Several hospitals in Tennessee are developing mobile versions of their websites to attract new patients and build loyalty with existing patients who are increasingly using the internet as a source of medical information. Uh, actually, that should read: "We're increasingly using mobile as a source of medical." I mean. The internet is (laughs) the lean forward where we were before. And so then it talks about some of the things that they're like St. Thomas health services provides through its mobile version directions and phone numbers, things we've talked about, like the Shushmid podcast, um, search for medical terms or conditions and information that you can find on treatments, symptoms, description of medical procedures, and that kind of thing. What's interesting to me though, is I feel like I'm in a time warp. I mean, Shouldn't the development of mobile versions of websites be something that's two, three, four years in the the past? Happening, anyways? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're following web standards, and I mean, maybe we're just, I know we're a little ahead of hospitals, but is it really news that they're creating mobile versions of their website? I mean, I don't know. That's just odd to me.
1: Maybe in Tennessee? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, folks in Tennessee. (laughs) They'd probably probably agree. (laughs) <laughs> um
0: yeah they would probably agree
1: but and, and and that's not i mean that's we're totally joking there because there are plenty of, we have got hospitals right here in minnesota in minnesota being probably one of the one of the leaders in healthcare in right. terms of the states uh in our beautiful nation um but <laughs> hell i don't know how many how, how many hospitals here have got fantastic I mean, mobile sites hardly any so even states that are at the forefront are trailing when it comes to right. offering content standard. In a, in formats that consumers would like to receive that content through right. vi- mm-hmm. via via Visa V, <laughs> so so you you guys are in agreement
0: that that seems it seems odd that they're calling attention to that that's being done,
1: unless it's big news there. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Well, this is but this is a you national. Know, it's it's hospitals too, and it's 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 the it's the industry. You know, it's it's yeah. I, I, I I equate it to one story from a past. Employer, in which a hospital—it was a hospital who just got electronic imaging, so X-rays and whatnot being a, you could—it's all electronic—and they were pretty much the last major hospital in the area to get it. But they wanted to promote it. And the last thing you're going to want to do, as consumers, probably assume that you've had this and have had it for a long time, and now you're going to come out and say right. you're just getting it. Yeah. You know, I, I know it's exciting that you've got it, and it's great to have. You know, for morale, it's probably it's great. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are things that you just need to be careful to go out and promote because you're going to show how behind you really are. So get excited internally. Uh, just be careful with how you show it externally. If it's not new, if you're not breaking, if you're not doing something revolutionary, yeah, then don't, don't necessarily run out there and tout it.
0: The fact that you're doing something that other industries have jumped on easily a year to two years. And even and our own out. industry,
1: competitors have jumped on it two right. or three years ago. not sure you want to be touting that, hey, right. look at this innovative thing we're Your doing. Your competitors are like, oh, yeah, we've been doing that for five years now. But
0: we don't know that they put that out there or whether you're right. okay, Jackie. Right. We've got an issue. We have oh. an emergency. <laughs> you want to describe what's happening?
1: I just touched my earring and it fell apart at the seams. <laughs> but it's okay.
0: Can you Can you put in some some music here at this point Just like the, a break dr- in the podcast like the, the stay dramatic. tuned kind of <laughs> to show how
1: dramatic this moment yep. is in my life right now
0: <laughs> okay we're back we're back to the podcast we had a we had a crisis
1: like these we're wings. still
0: recovering from it anyway well that was a good i think it was great to kind of follow up on what we've talked about already but so i guess they still need to to go there with this so please, please work on your mobile sites. A lot of hospitals are now just relaxing, going, yes, we finally have a website. I mean, that's a, an overstatement. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, the last five years they've been playing catch up. So now to be told that, oh, now you need another version of this that works for the majority of people, because it is the majority of people now who access the Internet via mobile mm-hmm. as opposed to landline or hardline right. desktop right. or whatever you want to call it
1: an interesting right. part of the uh, evolution that we've been speak- talking about is the the lines are really going to be are really going to blur moving forward with how people are it's going to be harder to define how people are accessing content um as as people move as as it's as the natural tools to experience this content move into things like ipads and tablets it's like, how do you define what 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 exactly is an ipad is it a mobile device is it a Is it like a laptop device? I mean, what is it exactly? So part of this evolution is the tools are going to be, it's harder to define what what they are, really, in terms of these clear-cut definitions that we have right now. Right. Yeah, good point. I mean, you could say laptop is
0: rudimentary mobile. It's a version of mobile. I take it wherever I go.
1: Not everywhere I go. Yeah, but I've also seen... Yeah. I've also seen... It's like the chart of the evolution of man going from gorilla to... (laughs) I've seen college way. kids and gamers tote their entire desktop to Starbucks too, but I'm not going to call that mobile. <laughs> <laughs> now we have
0: to decide how we're defining mobile. All right, I think I don't know if we have time for the Panda. Do we have time for the Panda? How are we doing we over there? better have time for the we Panda. We have time. We've got about four We got a few minutes before the half Just hour. A few point.
1: minutes. Yep. So the Panda is for what's the what's Jeez. the Cheese. It's a dairy, it's a dairy company. It's a Chinese dairy company, I believe. Panda Dairy. Panda cheese. Panda dairy. I don't think it's just cheese because I think their main, I think their main product is actually condensed milk. Oh, oh. but I think in the ads, it was cheese. No, the ads were for cheese. Not all of them. One, the pizza one was cheese. The grocery um, store was cheese. Mm-hmm. I think they're all cheese. Uh, I don't dude. think they were all cheese, but if you look up Panda, if you look up Panda right. uh, dairy, you'll their I believe their leading product <laughs> is condensed milk.
0: It's possible. We saw different videos.
1: I well, there, there are four, a there a four ads in that in that line, and I believe that a couple of them were like milk, like the hospital one, which I think was kind of, might have been my favorite one. God,
0: that would never fly So we should describe. I yes, mean-
1: okay. So the, so the ad is, they're, they're short ads, and basically at the beginning of the ad, somebody is offering somebody else a panda dairy product of some sort, whether it's cheese or milk. It's cheese. Or something. <laughs> somebody is being offered it, and in every case, they re, they re, they. Re, they refuse it for whatever reason, but they refuse reason.
0: it for not because they don't like it. No, just no, it's like I'm, not, other, I'm yeah. not hungry. Right. Yeah. This
1: pizza I'm making doesn't need. It was supposed to not have cheese on it. Right. But whatever. But as soon as they refuse the panda dairy product, this panda shows up and this music begins. Now it shows up. It's just out of the out blue. It's, it's just there. Just, it's there instantly. And right. It's and creepy you don't see music. It poof. It's a man size. You don't sized, see a walk in, no. you
0: just see a, a like a scene of the guy in the hospital right. bed saying, "No, I don't want it." And then a broader scene, and the bear is just there. Right.
1: It's just there. That's part of what makes it creepy. This is this is like a man size. And the music's creepy. And the music's creepy. And everybody's staring (sighs) at the panda. And the panda's staring at the camera. Basically, when they zoom in on it, and it's got like this weird. It looks happy at first. It's like the smiley, creepy smiley smirk. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it'll it does something like dramatic. Destroys something. Destroys something. In anger. In anger. In In the hospital, he's. Pulls the TV off the stand next to the bed. Smashes it on the ground. Rips the and then, IV. And then, and then it unplugs the guy's IV. And right. the nurse is like, oh. Right. Um, what are the other ones? There's well, the, the one in the
0: grocery store is funny because <laughs> yes. it's a that father and funny. son. And the son wants to get it. And the father says, no, that's not on the list. And then, again, Boom, cut panda. shot. Panda's right in front of their cart. And they're staring at each other. And at this point, <laughs> y- y- the people, like, it evolves. Like, the people know what's going to happen in one of them. And he says something like, "It's not on the list." Like, oh, don't was, hurt yeah, me. Yeah, that was the
1: second version of the grocery store. One.
0: Well, no, the second version is he actually gets one, right? And the panda is still there, and, and he gets another. Yes, yeah, it feels like it's, the, it's the, almost like
1: extortion. And like and they as they walk, as they walk away, the panda like starts following him right, to the right. store. But but yeah, he the first one tips he says, over their card yeah, or says something. No, and the panda like tips over the cart right. and kicks his groceries around. Okay, it's, you guys, I just had a revelation though. It feels very Burger King like.
0: Yes, the the creepy factor is much like the like when the Burger King King shows up and it and it feels creepy. Right, but now Burger King King's not angry. Right,
1: the King never gets angry.
0: He's just creepy in his appearance and his mannerisms, and that is similar. Yes, yeah, I think that's a similar kind of tone.
1: Destroys things,
0: (laughs) but it's very funny, and he gets so like road rageous, just slamming (laughs) things down, and yeah, are we we sure those weren't Mexican ads?
1: Or like Spanish speaking ads? I think, I think it was Chinese. I don't know. We think that because there were because it's, it's a band. I'm <laughs> pretty co- sure oh, it's Spanish. No. The company the company is Chinese, but the the Are ads you sure? yeah the ads were not. I think it was Chinese. Spanish. I think some of them. I think they may have all been Spanish, or even just some other Latin. Mandarin. Area. <laughs> I'm not sure. exactly. Yeah, definitely the languages and is, is some. Yeah, well, because well, you're re- you're reading <laughs> subtitles. The commercial is actually in subtitles. So but we'll post that up cuz it is they are funny it's hilarious yeah, or or it might creep you out if you if you don't find that cuz for those so much small kids I
0: think it would creep them out yeah cuz the panda is
1: creepy appearance and then he's angry yeah, but he's not like violent, angry. Yes, yeah, he is. is. No, he takes stuff and he he slams the TV on the ground and he, doesn't, it, he just explodes. he just knocks he knocks it off. He tips over the cart. I he think knocks, the he knocks it off, s- but he does signing. throw things on the ground. The yeah, computer, well, maybe. D- d- yeah, that's where he grabs the keyboard and starts slamming it on the table right. or desk and busting it <laughs> apart. <laughs> yeah, but the other one's like tipping over the shopping cart, knocking over the TV. It's not like he's grabbing somebody's face and bloodying it on the wall. No, no. But in some well, ways, that's even creepier because it's controlled.
0: It's almost like, oh yeah well, I'm going to F your car <laughs> and everybody knows what's going to happen and he doesn't anyway, that's almost more ominous in Marty Scorsese than
1: him flipping out and being wild and crazy. Yeah, right, but right. I, I, think, I think that we take it that way. I, I don't know if a kid would – maybe some of them would scare kids. I don't I'll know. show them to my kids so. and see what happens. Your kids would probably laugh hysterically. Yes, they probably would. <laughs>
0: but I, I wonder if my youngest would be kind of like – What's wrong with Panda? <laughs> they would laugh. I show them what's his name, the guy who lives in the van by the river, and they laugh at that. Oh, Chris Farley? Chris Farley. What's it, Matt Foley. They love that.
1: That's funny. (laughs) Well, then they'll like Panda. Yeah.
0: All right. (laughs) That's got to be enough time. Yeah. All right. So for Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, this is Chris Avalo,
1: Jackie Retackle.
0: Adam Meyer. See you next time.